This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Bruchim Aboim B'Shem Hashem. What a great schus it is that throughout the entire world on virtually every continent, we are all united learning the Torah through Torah Anytime. I would like to thank Torah Anytime for its magnanimous efforts throughout the entire world for all that they do, Lahagdil Torah Ladira. I would also like to thank Chazak, an organization that is very close to my heart, for all that they do, to bring Klau Yisrael closer to Hashem. In particular, I would like to thank Rabbi Aboff, that Menal that does so much, that is Moser Nefesh, on behalf of the Klau. May he continue in good health. Our Shir, is going to be in the first parak of Perkeavos, Yud Dalid, the fourteenth Mishnah. Our Mishnah begins. Hu Haya Oimer, he used to say, Im Anili Mili, if I will not be for myself, who will be for me? We have to know that a person needs to accept Achrayas. We have to accept responsibility for ourselves to do what we need. I never forget it. One time, there was a Yid. It happened to be Erev Pesach. And he came to me. It was early in the morning. And he said, Rav, uh, can I ask you a favor? I said, sure, ask me anything. A toiva, a chesed for a fellow Yid. What could be greater? He said, if I could trouble you, I would like you to burn my chomets for me. I said, sure. He gives to me a bag of chametz, and I tell him, fine, consider it done, I am your shliach. He says, because I have to tell you, I am going now on a trip, and uh, included in the trip is a day of hiking. So, if you don't mind, take care of it for me. When he left, I began to think to myself, did he want me to do the mitzvah for him? The schus, to burn the chametz, to get rid of the Sahara, to clean ourselves out before Pesach and to do all that we need. It's not a Dover Pashut. To say afterwards the declaration, Kol Chamira, it's not simple. Do you want me to say it? Do you want to say it? How should we work this out? Could I eat the matzah for him at the Seder? Could I have the maror? Could I make Kiddush and he doesn't have to? Of course not. I felt bad because im'ein anili mili, we have to do it for ourselves. We have to take achrayas. And it's an interesting idea because all of us, at one time or another, need to know im'ein anili mili, if I will not take care of my chiyuv, if I will not help, then who's going to do it? If I will not be the one to say hello to the person that is sad and nobody is paying attention to on the street when they pass me, if I don't say hello, how are you? How's life? Everything okay? Then who's going to do it? Maybe it was my chiyuv. Maybe the reason that that person passed me was only that I should see them. Maybe they need a little bit chizik. Maybe it's for me because I needed the mitzvah. 
we always have to wonder, why is the mitzvah presented to us? It could very well be that mina shamayim, from heaven, they know that I need it. I need it for protection. I need it for my well-being. That's not so simple. I can't say, well, I'm not sure. I don't know if I have the time. Maybe later. Im ein ani li, mili. If I don't do the mitzvos, if I don't look for opportunities myself, who will do it for me? The next person, they got to worry about themselves. I have to always be concerned that I am fulfilling my obligations. Bein adam lamakoim, between I and Hashem, um bein adam lechavero, in between myself and my friend. It depends how we look at it. The great Debetzina Rav, a great, great tzaddik, he took care of the needs of the Klal day and night. Mordechai ben David, Zulgazunzayin and Stark, one time had to go to ask him something. So Amodcha told me that when he came in, he was in the middle of eating, the, the Rebbe, the Debetzino Ruv, and uh, every minute he would get a call on the telephone. And he kept picking up the phone because people had shelois, they had questions. So Mordechai ben David said to him, uh, <laughs> how do you do this? How, how can you interrupt yourself like that? The Debetzina Rav said, Ki heim That's our life. That's my life. That's the way that a person should look at things. That it is our cause. It is our matara. It is our purpose in life to serve Hashem and to do all the things that you and I need to make sure that we are fulfilling our obligations at all times. There is another Im ein ani li mi li. There is another. I was asked, there was a young woman that was a little bit older and she had gone out with a certain young man. She was not giving her commitment because she didn't know. Should she say yes? Should she say no? Should she go ahead with it? Should she not? She was a little bit nervous about it. So she came to me to discuss it. And I discussed it with her. I went back and forth, the pros, the cons, uh, what she had as an opportunity. It seemed to be very good. It seemed to be that he was a fine Ben Torah who really uh, had a very great interest in marrying her and being a very good husband. And he was very helpful to her even when they're going out. So I said, uh, I think you should go ahead with it. She said to me the following, Would you take Achrayas for it? Would I take responsibility? I thought to myself, I should take responsibility. This is when you have to take responsibility. I said to her, The truth is, it's your Achrayas. If you want me to, I will accept Achrayas. Sometimes you have to have break the plates, and sometimes you have to accept Achrayas for the clow. And when one person can't do it, you have to put them up, and you have to say, I'll carry you, I'll do it. I said, if you really want me to, I'll accept Achrayas. But it's your Achrayas.
accept Achrayas. Go with Emuna. Go with Bitachon. Go with the positive feelings. Go with the image in the future. Dream a little bit. See yourself down the road as a woman that is happily married. See yourself with a family. See yourself building a Baislemba Bi Israel. Take Achrayas. Take responsibility. Im enani li mili. If I'm not for myself, so who is going to be? Individual has to remember that throughout life. However, if I'm only here for myself, if I only care about myself, then who am I? I went to a bar mitzvah, happened to be in the five towns in Long Island. And there, I want you to know that it was something so special the Bar Mitzvah came over to me as soon as I came into the hall. Rebbe, Rebbe, I'm so happy, I'm so happy that you came. I want to show you. And he shows me a card. And he shows me a Bar Mitzvah He says, I am a twin, a partner with this Bar Mitzvah Just like my parents made a Bar Mitzvah for me, they also took care of a bar mitzvah for this young man who does not have all the opportunities that I have. When I saw that, I said, Ezekiel, how wonderful. What a madrega. You're making your own simcha, but you're thinking about somebody else. You're worried about other people. You're going down dancing to the chuppah, but you're also worried about another kala, another chasen that should go down to the chuppah. That is the greatest idea in the entire world. If it's only for myself, so then what is it? I have to worry. I once went, I remember, uh, years ago, I went with my brother, one of my brothers, Rav Meir Tzvi, Stark, and we went to a restaurant, a small little restaurant, many years ago. And uh, there was an onion, we were in the middle of eating, it was a modest meal, believe me, it wasn't much, it was in Williamsburg. And uh, Oni came over to him. And uh, my brother went, he pulled out a wallet, and he gave him $20. I said, Mayor, you're a uh, big giver. So he said to me, I tell you the truth, we're sitting here eating a meal. When's the last time the Oni had something like that? I figured maybe I'll give him some money, he'll be able to eat a nice meal. And he'll feel good. The truth is, if I'm eating a beautiful meal and Donnie comes over and I give him 50 cents, <laughs> what am I? That is the beauty of an individual understanding that we are here for others. Like Reb Chaim Balazhaner said, we are here to do for others, to help others, to help others beruchnius ubigashmius. The great Rav Shach, Morana Rav Shach, the Rosh Hashiva Ponovich, once there was a bocher that was struggling in Ponovich, a bocher in Ponovich that was struggling. Who helped the bocher with the shear? Who helped him with the Gemara? None other than the Rosh Hashiva, Rav Shach. That's what it means. 
No matter who I am, try and help out the next person. Try and get the next person a job. Try and help the person with the shidduch. Try and help the individual that they should have where to eat, where to drink, where to sleep. A lot of times a person doesn't have where to be. So they need an individual that will be able to help them out. Do you know what it means when you look in the shul and you see somebody and maybe they didn't have where to eat? They didn't have where to sleep? I had an interesting idea. They brought me for a Shabbaton to speak in Manhattan. So I came in and uh, it happened to be that there was an individual that lives in Manhattan and they came to the shul and they saw me. It was after davening. I had gone to get my coat. The person uh, obviously didn't know who I am comes over to me, Shalom Aleichem. And uh, I said, Aleichem Shalom. And they said to me, could I invite you for the Suda? Do you have a place for the Shabbos Suda tonight? It was about two years ago. And uh, I was so charmed. I said, yes, I do have a place. And then a minute later, the Rav of the Shul came and said, oh, uh, we see that you have met our scholar-in-residence, Rav Goldwasser. The man got very embarrassed. He said, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I, I didn't know that you're Rabbi Goldwasser. I, I, I feel bad that I invited you. I said, did you invite me? I never got such a covenant in my whole life. I may have asked Shana that you came over to someone who you felt maybe, maybe they could use a place and you can never tell who needs a place. And you invited me. It is the biggest schus in the world. You gave me his oiris, an inspiration. That is what the Bore Oilum wants from us, that we should take note of others that are in our midst to care for them, to ask how we're doing, to ask if you need a meal, do you need something? I was walking in Lakewood, in Lakewood, New Jersey, and it happened to start raining out. A yid ran out. I don't know who he is. He said, Rav. I said, yes. So he says, uh, can I give you a raincoat to wear home? I said, no, no, no. Okay. No, really, I, I have a spare raincoat. It would be an honor. Will you take the raincoat? I said, no, it, it's okay. I'm going to walk fast. I walked down a few houses. A guy runs out. Rav, would you like to come in? I don't even know who he is. Would you like to come in until it stops raining? Uh, could I give you a kiddush? Could I give you a cup of coffee? It's unreal. The people that think about other people. There isn't anything greater in this world. The Mezritcher Magid says that two Yidin together, the Mitzvah Nosos Orchim, can help if a person has to show them as enemies, and we should never have anybody who has anything whatsoever against us, only friends. We have only Ava, we have love for everybody in this world. No matter who they are, a person has to have love for them. Even Chas Shalom, there's a person that doesn't like us. Chas Shalom, an individual has to know, love everybody. The Ava, everybody in this world. And when you love everybody, you will get that Ava back. So we finished 
the last words in the Mishnah are very interesting. And if not now, when? An individual has to know that sometimes you have to be Nachshon ben Aminadov. Nachshon ben Aminadov was waiting on the river's edge. However, the river wasn't going to split until he jumped in. You got to jump. Are you waiting? Are you waiting to get married? Jump. Don't worry about it. Are you waiting to start a new shear? You don't know. Should I begin? Do I have to make a commitment? Jump. Get into it. Are you waiting to start a chesed? Don't wait. Jump. Get into the chesed. Are you waiting to go over to a person to ask them how they're doing? Don't wait. Jump. Are you waiting to be makar of someone who is in the office to invite them over? Whether it's Chanukah or whether it's Purim or Cholamoid Pesach or a different time or Lagba Oimer or give them a safer, give them a book, give them something in English or give to them a piece of kugel, or give to them a homentashen, something that they could take home. Are you waiting? How long do you want to wait? Want to wait a year? Want to wait two years? You want to wait till they transfer to a different company? Mori Rabbi Rabbi Avigdor Miller said, the whole reason why you might have gotten a mortgage in your house, or your apartment, or wherever you live, is only because next door to you, there lives a yid that you have to be mekarev. And the reason that you got that mortgage was in order to be mekarev, to bring close that Jew. The reason that you got your job was because there is a Jew that is not yet observant that you got to reach out to. That's the reason you got your job. The reason you got the deal. Don't wait. Jump, get involved, ask them how they're doing, ask them what you could do, tell them a story, tell them a Devar Torah, tell them something, but whatever you do, don't wait. Mitzvah haboliyotcha al-tach The mitzvah that comes to your hand, do not in any way let it get leavened. Don't let the time pass. There is an expiration date on many mitzvahs, if you don't do it in time, you can lose it. Don't wait. You got a chance to be Makadish Levona to bless the moon? Don't wait. <laughs> wait another day. Maybe it'll be a cloudy day. Maybe the moon won't be visible. Mitzvah Yadcha Al Never wait. You have a chance. You want to tell your wife that she did a great job. You want to thank her for all that she does. You want to thank her for what she does for the family. Don't wait. Tell her right now. You want to tell your father, your mother, you know what? I was a pretty rough kid. I was a little difficult. Don't wait. Tell him now. Don't wait till it's too late. How many people tell me, too late? Yeah, I wanted to tell my father I felt, you know, I guess I never did. I'm not that verbal. I don't say that much. Or I wanted to tell my mother, don't wait. Deliver. A dozen long stem roses to her house. Mommy, I love you. And if you haven't talked to your mother and father, I'm going to tell you something for me. Talk to them. I don't care what your reasons are. I just got a call uh, from Europe. 
and they told me that there are three children that don't talk to the parents. Three children? What is it? A coup? What is it? A mass protest? What is it? Proving something? We talk to our parents. I don't care what the reason is. Chas Shalom, not the worst. But aside from that, we need to talk. We need to call up a father. How are you? We need to call up a mother. We need to call up a Zayda. We need to call up a Baba. We need to inquire. Years fly. The years go on. And the Borei wants to know, how did you do with Kibbutz Avaim? You're going to go up after 120 years and say, well, Hashem, I had my reasons. You have to realize I didn't talk to my father in uh, 15 years, but I have a reason. My mama, I didn't invite. I didn't show her the kids. I didn't uh, let the kids go to her. But I have a reason. Oh, no, I have a rationale. Borei Olam will say, what's your rationale? Ain Eitzav, ain Chochma, ain Tfuna, Neged Hashem. No matter what chokhmas you're coming up with, no matter what wisdom you're coming up with, there is simply no excuse. Pick up the telephone. Write a card. Do an email. Write a text. Tell them you're living. Tell them you care about them. Tell them that you think about them. Tell them that one day when you were a little baby and you were crying in the middle of the night because you're coughing or you had a sore throat, or Shalom, you had the measles or the chicken pox and your parents cared for you day and night and they stayed up with you and they gave you everything you needed and they bought your clothes and they changed your clothes and they gave you food for supper and they gave you breakfast and they worried about you going to school and they took you to the bus or they took you to the school door and they said a little tefillah when you went into the classroom because they knew that you didn't get along so easily with everybody. And maybe you were a little different from the other children. Or maybe you weren't the most popular. Or maybe you didn't have the nicest dress or the nicest clothing. And maybe the others made fun sometime. And they cared. They were your friends. They stuck by your side. A father one time came to me. And he said, my son has uh, has some requests of me. It's a little difficult. The father was older. I said, well, what's your son's request? He said, my son asked me if I would play ball with him. I said to him, is it hard for you? No. I don't play ball that much. I mean, I'm uh, out of shape and, you know, I'm older than him and it's like not the thing. So I said, well, why do you think he asked you to play ball? The father said, I tell you in a nutshell, he doesn't have friends. I said, the Chovetz Chaim said that a father and a mother are the best friends of their children. And he's asking you to play ball. I guarantee you, you play ball with that child you'll get the biggest mitzvah in the entire world. You'll give your child self-esteem. V'yahavta is not for the guy outside on the street. Is not for the person that you see in work. V'yahavta is not 
for the individual that you're trying to uh, bring as a business partner, is for your son, it's for your daughter, it's for your husband, it's for your wife. You got to care. You got to be their friend. That's a pshat that an individual should always know the level that Hashem requires from us. Don't wait. Don't wait. Some people, they wait a whole life. Some people miss the boat. They wake up when it's too late. Ovarzamanoi, when the time has passed, Batul Korbano. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.